Welcome to Table Talk, where each week I unpack insights from Christian theology and spirituality that help you become more thoughtful, calm, and just a downright great human being. My name's Brett Tilford, pastor at The Table in Saxe, Texas, and today I want to talk to you about five reasons why people don't read the Bible and how to fix that. So the first reason is that at some point in the past, they tried, but became discouraged. They heard that anyone could open up the Word of God and understand everything on the first reading, and then they jumped in, probably from the beginning, and somewhere in the midst of Leviticus, they got totally lost. You see, the Bible's not an easy book. However, that leads us to the second reason people don't read the Bible. They heard it was impossibly difficult. They heard that you need a PhD in ancient literature to understand it. Again, I think that's a misconception and that the truth is somewhere probably in the middle between it's easy or it's impossibly difficult. Okay, the third reason is that they are too busy. You know, there's just so much to do, so many people to see, so many YouTube videos to watch, so many Netflix shows to keep up on. I mean, how can anyone have time to read the Bible in such an overwhelming, fast-paced world? Well, simply say that it would probably be more honest for us to admit that it's simply not a priority for us. Like, that's why. It's not that we're too busy. I mean, we always find time to do the essential things, brush our teeth, eat food, etc. So really, the too busy reason is just a matter of prioritization. The fourth reason people don't read the Bible is that it did not meet their expectations. They came expecting the three principles of divine love, or the five easy steps to forgiveness, or the seven principles of successful living. Instead, they got a bunch of poetry and stories and letters to churches whose names they can't pronounce. And there's no greater disappointment than unmet expectations. And that brings us to the fifth and final reason why many people don't read the Bible. It's that they have biblical PTSD. Either they were raised in a tradition that did a lot of hellfire and brimstone preaching, or they've simply wrestled with, we'll just call them the difficult portions of the Bible, the places where the way God is imaged is not so much like Jesus. And when they read the Bible, it basically it, it makes them want to chuck it across the room. Now notice, it's not because they hate Jesus and God, but because they feel the Bible is in more than one place unworthy of them. Okay, so what's a person to do? Well, I have a few thoughts on this last point. But first, let me be the first to admit that, yes, if you've ever read the Bible, like, all the way through, you will certainly come across sections that will leave you scratching your head, saying, did God really tell the Israelites to do that? To, to kill children? What the what? And I'll do a video at some point on those types of passages and how I approach them. For now, I'll simply say that you aren't the first thinking Christian to come across them. And that while, yes, many Christians and theologians down through the centuries have taken a hard line with those passages, just as many have realized that they are morally problematic and have various ways of handling them. For example, the church fathers, this would have been the generation just after the biblical writers uh, they allegorized those passages. Like, they didn't take them literally. They saw them as, like, sort of examples of the, the way the soul battles the world um, and things like that. So all that to say, I think we need to sort of take a deep breath, relax, let the moral indignation flow through us and out of us and let it go at least a bit because we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater and because, here's the thing, for all our questions and unmet expectations, the Bible is absolutely a book that rewards reading and rereading. Because while it is in an admittedly bumpy road, 
Still, it leads us to a vision of the God who is love, the God who is like Jesus. And so I believe it's worth the bumps along the way. Okay, so getting back to how to actually read and understand the Bible, what should we do? I mean, how should we be approaching this magnificent and ancient text? I have two suggestions for you. We need to zoom out and zoom in. Okay, so number one, zoom out. Here I mean that in order to understand the Bible as a whole, you need to have a feel for where each part fits into the whole. This is one problem with only listening to sermons or only engaging a Bible app with its verse-a-day feature. You're never really getting the big picture. So how do you zoom out? Well, you need to read the Bible from front to back, and you need to read large sections at a time. So you say, I've tried that and I've failed. Well, here's a pro tip. Get the message version of the Bible. It's a paraphrase of the Bible, and it's much easier to read and understand. What this will allow you to do is to read it in a language you can understand, and it will allow you to zoom out and start to get a bird's eye view of the text. You'll begin to see how this part connects to that part, how this person leads into that person, and your faith will make much more sense. So that's the first type of reading you have to do, sort of a zoom out reading. The second step, though, is zoom in. What do I mean? I mean, take it slow. There's no rush. Savor the words. Ponder them. Don't try to read the book of Psalms in one day. I mean, take six months. Heck, take a year. Don't tackle the book of Romans in one hour. Give one chapter a month. And if you don't understand a word, look it up. Study it. Patience. Slowness. The Bible is a book with depth. It's a book that rewards the patient reader, but we need a mindset shift. We need to approach it more like a work of poetry than a blog post, more like a deep novel than a TED talk. So zoom in, pay attention, go slow. In other words, to understand the Bible, you need to do two types of reading. You need to zoom out and go fast and look at the big picture, and then you need to take time to zoom in, go slow, understand the details. It's a bit of a paradox, but if you'll do both of these, like maybe devoting you know, 20 minutes a day to zoom out and five minutes to zoom in, over the months and the years, you will be amazed at the depth and the riches that are there. Well, that's all for today. If you enjoyed this content, please like it, share it, subscribe to my YouTube channel or wherever you find podcasts by searching for Brett Tilford Table Talk so you don't miss future episodes. Grace and peace.